When it comes to business ownership and mindset, where does a new business owner begin? Hi, welcome to another conversation here on Business Mindset Mastery. I'm Heather Gray. I'm a mindset and performance coach for business owners, leaders, and entrepreneurs. You can always find me over at choosetohaveitall.com. And today we have an awesome question from a new listener to the show. She kind of jumped right in, took a jump into the deep end, really calling me out a little bit and offering me some feedback on how I advise the show, but also asking a, a serious, legitimate question. Question. When it comes to mindset, where are new business owners supposed to begin? How do you even know what to focus on, what to think about, what to give your time and energy to, especially when there's so many strategies that need to be in place, so many business things that you need to learn, so much tech involved a lot of time. How do you know where you're supposed to give your energy when it comes to personal and professional development while you are building a business. So let's listen into her question and I'll find you on the other side. Heather, I recently found your show from a friend and quickly started listening to your older episodes. You mentioned in a show several months ago that people criticize you because you make it all sound too easy. I get it. You want to motivate us, but I have to agree that you have a simplistic take on all of this, and you seem to have an impatience for the struggle many of us who are new to business ownership have. Binging on your episodes, I can hear you use the word just a lot. I know you've been doing this for a long time, and by the sounds of it, the problems us business owners, uh, I'm sorry, by the sounds of it, the problems us business owners have are nothing compared to the kinds of problems you used to help people with. I thought it prudent to tell you, though, that for us, it's real and we are trying. It's hard, though, to expose ourselves, to have the balls to say that we can do something better than our competition. You talk about vulnerability, and for many of us, no one has even taught us what that means. Most of us first heard of it as a concept when you did, when Brene talked about it and did a TED Talk. I am all for daring greatly, and I think you give good advice, but for the people brand spanking new to all of this, where do we start, how do we begin, and what is the first step of daring greatly, really? Okay. First of all, I appreciate your question and I appreciate the honest intent that you had with asking it. I agree with you that sometimes I probably err on the side of making it sound so simplistic and easy. And I am sure you're right that if I go back and listen to episodes, there's going to be a number of times where I tell people, well, just do this, just do that. And I know that it makes it sound simplistic. And I know that for some people who really struggle with these things, it can even border on condescending. But I think that as you listen to more episodes of the show, and as you get to know me better, one of the things that you're going to realize and learn about me and my take about mindset when it comes to business ownership, leadership, and management is that it really doesn't matter what we think or feel. That we only change the stories we have about ourselves when we go and do something different. That if we give energy and wait for confidence, if we wait to feel like, as you say in your letter, that we're better than the competition and we can believe on it and stake a claim on that, we may never move and we may never act and we may never do a thing differently that gets us closer to the lives we want and the businesses we want. The reason why I simply and gloss over the feelings part of this is at the end of the day, they don't really matter. 
I know that sounds harsh and that's probably really going to piss you off, but we can't change what we think or feel simply by talking about it. I can't kumbaya you into confidence. I, you know, I, I can't just sort of rah, rah, get out my palm, palms and suddenly get you to believe in yourself because I've said so. I don't even know you. I know nothing about the business goals you have. It would be total BS if I tried to do that. But what I can do is help you understand that when your thoughts and feelings are leading to behaviors that cause you to play small, that cause you to not take action, that there are things you can do to take action. Because over time, with repeated behavioral changes, your thinking about yourself and the story you have about yourself starts to shift and change. You no longer have the evidence that you're somebody who's incapable because you have a pile of evidence that says you are, if you are willing to look at it. I don't mean to make this sound easy. This is incredibly hard. There are so many people who are going to listen to my show day in and day out, and they are going to do nothing. I've been a member and a consultant and a trainer on several membership groups and several business training programs over the past two years. And I can tell you there are boatloads of people that I have encountered who have wanted to build businesses, and they haven't gone any further than making a social media poster meme. That for some people, they never press play and they never press go, and they they still play small because of what they're thinking and feeling and they're waiting to feel differently. The reality is, is our story does not change until over time with repeated behavior, we do something different. You asked me at the end of your letter, what do I imagine the first step of daring greatly is? I actually think it's just taking a step and that can look like anything. That can look like telling your best friend your dream for your business. That can mean reaching out to one person and saying, hey, you struggle with this. I kind of have this idea and passion to build a business around helping people with this. Would you like to work together for a brief period of time to see if my idea has legs? It can mean creating a, a social media profile based on the brand or the kind of business you want. It can mean um, listening to podcasts like mine that teach not only mindset, but the strategy piece and implementing things and not listening to your next episode until you've taken action on something that you learned in the episode you just listened to. It can mean so many different things. What it doesn't mean is sitting and thinking about it some more. You want to start, if you're daring greatly, you want to be able to see daring greatly in your actions. For example, this letter. You and I don't know each other very well. It sounds like you just found my show, you know, recently, but you took a chance and you reached out to me and you asked me for help. That to me is daring greatly. You had no idea how I was going to respond. You had no idea if I was going to blast you, if I was going to mock you, if I was going to criticize you, but you took a leap of faith and you reached out to me and you asked me for my two cents. That to me is daring greatly. Taking action on something I said today is further daring greatly, but making 
making a choice that regardless of what you think or feel, you are going to be taking steps that get you closer to the life and business you want. When I start with people, um, if you're going back to old episodes, you're probably going to know that I said this on the show before. But when I start with people, I start with a basic question. Who do you want to be? How do you want to move through the world? And what do you want your life and business to look like? And then each day, as you're moving through the world, as you're facing every single choice, you ask yourself, does this choice, does this decision get me one step closer or one step further away from being the person I want to be in the life and the business I want to have? You're doing a gut check on your behavior. You're taking daily little steps to, Im- to improve your comfort level and reduce your, dis- you know, reduce, your- I'm not saying that right, reduce your um, discomfort with being vulnerable and with putting yourself out there and recognizing that once you make the choice to own the process, you get to decide how quickly this all happens. I think something that happens to new business owners in particular, and I might just be sort of projecting because I know this happened to me, is that when you enter the online space and you start to learn all these different strategies and these things you can do and the networking possibilities and the ways to show up and the different ways to market is you kind of think, and I think we interpret that as a story we tell ourselves that we have to do it all at once, that it's all or nothing, and that we have to just show up as we are immediately with vulnerability, you know, telling our truth, being authentic, you know, et cetera, et cetera. You know the jargon I'm talking about, I'm sure by now. Um, And I, I think what people forget is that when you you are new, you get to determine the pace so long as you're moving. And when you're pausing, you get to pause so long as you're intentional about it. And it's not being avoidant and it's not procrastinating and it's not playing small and it's not hiding. You just have to be honest with yourself and do a gut check. So for example, a place where, and I just mentioned this on the show the other day, but a place where I'm pausing in my business is social media because I've really loved largely come to hate it, resentment, and and really not like it. So I've just hit the pause button on it because I haven't quite figured out what I need to do instead or what I want to do instead. The only part of this I've acknowledged is that I don't like it. It's not making me feel good about being a business owner, and it's not getting me closer to the business I want or the life I want. I, I don't like the amount of time I spend on social media. So I don't know what that means for me. And I don't have all the answers. So all I'm doing is hitting the pause button so I can take some time and space to figure it out for myself. I'm not expecting myself to have all the answers. I'm not expecting myself to have the immediate right answer with the next thing I do or the next move I make. I just want to open myself up to the idea that there might be a different way of doing things, that there might be a new way to show up that I haven't occurred, that hasn't occurred to me or hasn't been taught to me that I might be able to, you know, figure out for myself. And by the way, if anybody listening has an answer and is like yelling at me through the, 
through their podcast speakers, feel free to reach out to me and tell me your two cents on that too. But it's the idea that I know I want something different. I don't know what I want. So I'm just pressing pause on the idea until I figure it out. But it is largely intentional. But for months now, it's been avoidant and unintentional. I've just kind of been like (laughs) just not doing it and not showing up, but in a very avoidant way without any sort of plan or process to return or just like I'm not dealing with that today. And that isn't ownership. That's not being in the driver's seat of my business. Um, And I want to be, I want to be in charge and I want to make sure that I don't, you know, my biggest, you know, fear in all of this is that I'm going to build a second business that all I want to do is burn down because I've spent the past year working with a lot of business owners who have built successful businesses only to want to burn them down. And I don't want that to happen to me. So I have to, you know, manage and look at like what my thoughts and my concerns and my feelings are and be really intentional about what I want to do next. I may not have immediate behavior change associated with that. I might not know the exact move at the exact time I want to make it, but I'm open to finding out. So I'm researching, I'm asking questions, I'm asking mentors, I'm talking to people, I'm sharing my struggle here on the show so that I can see when I look back on this a series of behavioral choices that I have taken and used to try to get me closer to the life I want to lead and the business I want to have. I may not get the answers, but I'm participating in the process. That is the most important thing I can tell business owners to do, especially new business owners, because the way you approach things now, like it becomes the way you do one thing is the way you do everything, right? So if you're building your business and it becomes your habit to give all of this attention and all of this oxygen to your thoughts of being an imposter, to not being good enough, to playing small, to all the shiny objects, etc., etc. That's the way you're going to approach it. Anytime you have something new, the doubts are going to come in as a body memory. You are going to be training your brain that when you do something new, you doubt yourself. When you do something new, you question yourself. And it's going to be really hard to get out of that pattern. So as a new business owner, when you have those thoughts and feelings, if you can ask yourself this one question, what gets me closer to the life and business I want and what takes me further away and you do the thing regardless of what you think or feel, you will find your way over time because it changes your story. You will have a new point of reference that can help you determine a new path and a new way of moving through the world. I I know that this stuff sometimes I do. I agree with you actually um my new friend here like I do agree that sometimes I make it simplistic and I I you know I gave some thought before I started recording about the thought about impatience and you know what it is I'm impatient with? Um, and I, I understand why business owners would think I'm impatient with them. I'm really impatient with all of the attention <laughs> that people give the feels in the space, the fact that people in the space call them the feels kind of makes me a little crazy, if I'm going to be honest, because this is just like people before you in the online business space in particular, and that's, you know, where I, uh, that's my playground. So that's where I spend most of my time. But like, 
people have like who led the way have given permission for all of this time and all of this attention to be spent on this. But the reality is, is I grew up working for my dad. He owned a subway franchise and never once did he come to me and say, you know, Heather, um, I've had that sign in the window that the six foot meatball subs, uh, the six inch meatball subs are on sale for $2.99. I think I've, you know, reminded them too many times about the sale price. I should take that sale down. You know, sale sign down. I don't want to be too spammy. Or, you know, that new offer that I have and the new coupon, I'm not going to follow up and ask people if they want it because I don't want them to think that I'm too, you know, that I'm trying too hard or I don't want them to think bad about myself. Like all of the the stuff that comes with some of this online business ownership stuff, like it, it just, it doesn't, it doesn't happen with established business owners. It's something that I think exists for people where, you know, I was saying this earlier to a client, actually, she was asking me about this. And one of the things that I said is that when, you know, and I, I know I re- recorded um, uh, an earlier podcast on this earlier in the week about, um, you know, online business owners have a low barrier of entry because they don't have to pay rent. But like part of that is that, you know, there's, there's a conversation in the online space that is giving a too much time, I would say, and I'm a mindset coach, and I am saying too much time and emphasis is being placed on the feels rather than what are you going to do about them? How do you get past them? How do you stop accepting them as like part par for the course? And what do you do instead? Because, you know, the reality is, is these are just thoughts you're having. They're just feelings that you're having. Like they don't have any control over you. You're choosing to to let them control you. Because here's the thing, and now I'm going to get on a soapbox, and this is probably really, and I don't want it to alienate you, I promise. I don't want it to alienate you. But here's the thing about thoughts and feelings, right? I was a shrink for a million years before I did online business. Our thoughts and feelings are just energy. Our anger, our sadness, our depression, they're just knots inside us of energy, little balls of energy that have to be released. And, you know, for people who need a good cry and they don't cry, they get good and pissed off and they punch a wall, they throw a pillow, they yell at somebody, they cut somebody off in traffic, but they release that energy that way. People are really happy, are starting to dance around, or if they're like me, they sing along to the radio and they get the energy out that way. When you're nervous and when you're scared. The instinct is to take that energy and let it eat you from the inside out, to play small, to hide, to stay in the shadows, to put yourself, you know, to put baby in the corner, so to speak, to to kind of use a dirty dancing reference. But if you take that energy and you move it outside of yourself and you say, you know what, I am just going to go on Facebook and I'm going to tell people about this new daydream I have about myself. I am just going to do a vision board. Um, and by the way, that's probably the first time I've ever recommended a vision board. Um, but I am just going to take the fear and the worry and the doubt and the second guessing. I am going to put it outside of myself in a positive form and see what happens next. Your story, my friend, starts to change because you're no longer giving oxygen to the thoughts and feelings that make you play small. You're changing your behavior. You're showing up for yourself. And that is daring greatly. That's what it comes down to. Daring greatly is showing up for yourself and the life and business you want. 
in steps and in starts and fits and stages as you have the ability to do so. And that you don't just sit and think about it, but you go off and you do something about it, regardless of what you think or feel. I'm sorry to have made you feel alienated in this. And I'm sorry if I've oversimplified it. I apologize to you and to anybody else who on any particular episode felt like their issue, their problem, or, you know, my discussion oversimplified their feelings. But I do want you to know they're just feelings. They don't determine your character. They don't define who you are. They don't change the ending to your story. The only thing that changes the ending to your story is what you do next. I would love it if you took a chance on me just one more time and reached back and wrote back to me about what you think about this show. And if you're willing to do that, I will read that response on the air and continue the conversation. Anybody else listening to this who wants to engage in a thoughtful, considerate conversation about this, I invite you to do so. I am not going to put out a hater email on blast and give that person attention on my show. But if you want to have a conversation with me about what it means to be new, about what I need to understand about the new business owner experience better, or just simply a question you have about your life or business, you can always find me and take a chance on me just as this listener did. You can find me over at heather at choose to have it all.com. And I also invite you to find me over on Facebook. I have a group over there, choose to have it all, and we can continue the conversation there. Thanks so much for having this conversation with me, for giving me the benefit of the doubt, and for allowing me my side of the story. I really do appreciate the respectful way we had this conversation. I surely hope you feel respected on the other side. So thanks for today, and I look forward to talking to you next time. Bye for now.